Welcome, everybody, to Funeral Nation, episode 218. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. I'm Ryan Thogmartin, and we have a very, very, very special guest from NFDA with us today. Leslie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Good afternoon, guys. I'm Leslie Wooder. I'm NFDA's Senior Vice President of Advocacy. Thanks so much for having me on. I listened to your conversation last week and you guys were great. So I'm really excited to be here so I can kind of give some background information from NFDA's point of view on, on funeral funding. All right, that's great because uh, Ryan and I have talked for the last couple of weeks that there is some news out saying that there's, you know, there's, there's X amount of dollars and X amount per family and they haven't worked it out yet. And we would rather go to the source. I mean, you're sitting literally right in front of the White House now. So <laughs> we know that you know what's going on. So Leslie, could you share with us sort of um, what, is, what is currently uh, for real and some of the maybe misnomers that people are hearing out here uh, for our Funeral Nation fans? Sure, Jeff, thanks. Yeah, so one of the most important things to realize is that during this year we've all gone through, there's been a lot of support for funeral service. There's a lot of people interested in helping funeral service, and that is just one of the greatest things. And from the beginning of the pandemic, I worked with the administration as part of the White House Task Force on Mass Fatalities, and we really worked and it turned out that the federal government truly realizes that we need to take care of our dead and that in order to keep America looking like America, funeral directors are truly essential. So that's a great thing that we know from day one, funeral service and taking care of our dead was really important. So with that said, as part of the task force I've been working on, that's, that is a huge task force with all the different federal agencies. And uh, obviously FEMA was in there too. Part of the process of we were dealing day to day with real day to day issues, but we were also looking to the future. We talked about things like um, there may be a spike in PTSD from, uh, you know, first responders. There may be some complex grief issues that society has to deal with. And one of the things we talked about was, well, you know what? There may be people who cannot afford to pay for funerals. And what do we as a nation do if we have people who can't afford to bury their loved ones? So that's a really hard, complex problem, right? Mm -hmm. So anytime there's a complex problem, Congress comes along <laughs> and they say, you know what? We want to help. So we got contacted by several members of Congress and what they wanted to do is they wanted to find a way to help funeral service and the families we serve. So as part of our advocacy efforts, we worked with Congress on uh, priority vaccinations, priority for PPE, the PPP loans. We worked on a lot of stuff to help funeral directors do what they do. But we also said, hey, you know what? There are families out there who are not going to be able to afford to bury their loved ones. Somebody needs to take care of those families. So there were several pieces of legislation introduced. Um, and the final bill that passed in December was like a, mi a mishmash, right? It wasn't an exact bill. It was kind of an agreed upon um, 
it was agreed upon that we'd have to fund some funerals. Now, the key thing is, and I don't think a lot of people have got this point, this bill that passed is only for 2020. So it's like January 20th, 2020, right through to December 31st, 2020. We're just talking about funerals from last year. There is legislation um, currently moving through Congress that deals, is trying to deal with the same issue from 2021 through to 2025. Hopefully we don't still need it in 2025. So the first, that's the first thing, let's get it on the table. These are only for funerals that already happened. Now, the next big issue, <laughs> and there's a reason DC people don't talk, right? Sometimes we're very tight-lipped. It's because the sausage making is a horrible process. <laughs> so there have been lots and lots of conversations going on. And um, one of them is how much money. I know it's been reported that it's going to be $7,000. And I understand the math on that, but that has never actually, that's not official. Um, in fact, there is no final policy. There is a team over at FEMA, um, the Funeral Assistance Task Force, another task force, and they're in charge of figuring out how to implement this massive, massive program. Because normally this program would only be enacted in, in a local disaster, so a hurricane, an earthquake, it's very localized. You know how many people died, you know where they died. It's all kind of together. The FEMA Assistance Task Force now has the money that Congress passed and the president signed into law. They have to figure out how to distribute it. Who's gonna get it? What's that gonna look like? This is now nationwide. Normally this program would be, there's a state share the feds give some money and the states give some money and then the states are involved. This is 100% federal. So this right. is the first time the federal government has tried something this big. And you're in on it, so that's exciting. And I can see really where that's very complex yeah. because as uh, many of our followers uh, know that you know death certificates have different, uh, different deaths. However, it could be COVID related. Um, there is so many things that could be lined up. And, you know, if, if someone I would suspect uh, that didn't understand all those processes or all those things, it would be almost overwhelming. So I could imagine you really have something ahead of you uh, for those uh, people who generally don't deal with this death industry to understand how it works. Right. I will say I'm exceptionally lucky. I've been at NFD 14 years and I've been involved with mass fatality planning for most of that time. And so I knew the people, I don't know the answers for the most part, but I know someone who does, right? So some of these topics would come up and I'd be like, how am I supposed to know that? But there's always somebody there who's an expert. So that's why having task force kind of pulled together. I was talking to somebody the other day from the um, medical examiners and I was asking some questions that, you know, normal colleagues maybe wouldn't ask, but we were debating this topic. Right. And, you know, so we're lucky that we have a lot of support and a lot of resources to help, but it is truly, it's a really complicated process. 
Right. And so there's really uh, based versus the news, we're hearing it because you're standing in front of the White House right now <laughs> that it's not ready to go. Uh, mm -hmm. It's basically for 2020 only. Uh, there's not a determined amount of money per case yet. Not even sure who qualifies per case yet. So at this point, we need to take a deep breath and right. just sort of wait and see how this is going to work out. Right. So you're right. We don't know exactly how much. We don't know exactly who. What do you know, right? So we know that there's going to have to be some sort of process where people register i mean you can't it's not going to be an automatic payment now i shouldn't say it's not because what did i just say it's not a final <laughs> rule i just broke my own rules right it looks like there's going to have to be some sort of registration process some sort of way of making it an individual claim as opposed to just anyone who had a funeral in 2020 gets whatever the maximum amount is right and Jeff, you brought up a question on the show last week. I thought it was a great question about funeral directors. Can we make it go directly to funeral directors? And so I asked FEMA and they gave me, yeah, they gave me an official response just for you. So um, they said that it will be, <laughs> it, it's going to be a reimbursement program. And that's why it's key that it was last year because it already happened. Right. So for the 2020, it's a reimbursement program. So whoever paid the bill, whoever has the piece of paper stamped, I paid this bill, that person is the person who can go to FEMA. They still might not make it through the criteria. Right. But, but the agreement is that the person who paid will be reimbursed. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that the Funeral Nation actually was actively involved in this See? legislation. <laughs> now, you could put another one in there, um, and I'll probably uh, get a little chastised for that. If you're a funeral home and you didn't get paid for the service, I'll just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did check on that. That's not something I've heard a lot from our members. Um, and I talk, I talk to our board and I talk to our members and our CEO, you know, we're all talking about it. And that's not something I've heard, but I did check with FEMA and FEMA said, whoever is obliged to pay is the person who they'll be working with. So it seems like if you had a funeral and you have not been paid for the funeral that happened last year, I don't think the federal government's going to step in there. So... Mm. We'll have another show. I'm itching. You know what I'm going to say, right? The funeral's not over until you get paid. So I'll just leave that alone. But uh, thank you. Because you know what? Yeah. Leslie, honestly, that's that's real conversation. We do have um, close to $400 million in accounts receivables in the funeral business. Okay? That, that happened because they didn't get paid when it was time to. All right. So it, it sounds like it's a little jokey, but it's a real serious matter for uh, mm -hmm. many funeral homes. Sure. But uh, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. Is there anything else that we can look forward to? I mean, you do wonderful work there um, and you must be freezing again at the sun setting in front of the White House. And, uh, <laughs> but it's honestly, it's amazing when we peel back the layers of our onion and the work that y'all are doing up there in the NFDA, you know, uh, people just don't realize really how entrenched 
um, the organization is for the betterment of the funeral profession. Thanks. I, I really appreciate hearing that. Um, the last year has been a blur. I, I have staff who are constantly answering questions about what I did because I can't remember. I'll say, did I write that? They're like, yes, Leslie, you did. So, but you know, we pulled together as a team. Our board was on 24 seven call. I would call them with some questions that, you know, are just bizarre. Um, our CEO, our staff, we all really, really pulled together to get through the last year. And I was grateful that I had the experience in funeral service because if I hadn't, there would have been no way to navigate some of the things that happened in the last year. I'm ho and don't forget, I'm going to give a plug. We also passed the Brave Act this year, 2020. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, so we managed to actually keep legislation moving while doing all this um, mass fatality stuff and dealing with COVID and our staff are all spread out. So um, I have a couple of bills I'm working on now because, you know, I never sleep. So um, I'd love to come back when those bills get introduced, let you know what those bills are about. And I got some new exciting stuff I'm working on. All you have to do is let us know. We're excited. And uh, maybe the next time we talk, the sun will be up there at the White House <laughs> and you'll be warmer. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you know, uh, the entire staff in NFDA has been wonderful this year. And as always, you know, we're excited and sort of holding our breath to see what's going to happen, whether we all get to gather in Nashville, whether that's going to happen or not. That's not what this is about because we miss our friends. You know, we yes. see you there. And it's like, hey, how well, yeah. we can hug. We'll fist bump maybe from a <laughs> I'm going to put something on it. We can fist bump really quick. But uh, we are grateful. And you guys can have a platform here anytime that you wish. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Great. It's yeah. a great show. I enjoy listening to it. And I'm grateful for all your support for funeral service. So it was good. Well, yes. thank you. And so we have to give our little uh, support at the end, not a little, but our friends at CNJ Financial, they make this engine run and they're supporters yeah. of NFDA. That's and right. so uh, thank you, uh, Jamie and crew and all those folks that do such wonderful work down in uh, Alabama and South Carolina. So uh, until next time, we will gather, and who knows what comes up next week. Y'all take care. All right. Thank you, Leslie. Bye. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.